Welcome to Beautifully Told. Join us as we tackle the important issues of life and faith. My name's Natalia and I'm a cradle Catholic wife and mother. I'm a singer by hobby, editor by trade and a connoisseur of all things tea. My favourite saint is Maria Goretti. She always has been and she always will be. And my name is Jude. I'm a Catholic revert, a movie buff and an Instagrammer with a passion for online evangelisation. My favourite saint is Saint Therese of Lisieux, who I consider to be my best friend in heaven. Welcome back to the Beautifully Told podcast. We're sorry it's been a bit of a, a gap in between episodes, but you know, life gets in the way. That it does, that it <laughs> does, Jude. So today we want to be talking to you about confession. Um, with Lent here, it's kind of a, a great time to talk about confession. Um, we're going to tell you about our experiences with confession. We'll share that um, and our feelings about confession, our own apprehension towards the sacrament. And, you know, like for people who say, well, why should I go to confession? Well, hopefully we'll have an answer for you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not just from us, but also from the church, hopefully. <laughs> we'll include some of the church teaching in there as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as always, we like to start um, with a quote. And today's quote is from Pope Francis. Do not be afraid of confession. When one is in line to go to confession, one feels all these things, even shame. But then when one finishes confession, one leaves free, grand, beautiful, forgiven, candid, happy. This is the beauty of confession. Go, the priest will be good. Jesus is there and Jesus is more benevolent than priests. Jesus receives you. He receives you with so much love. Be courageous and go to confession. I love how at the end he says be courageous because I think that just shows that Pope Francis just he understands the fear that people have. He's not just saying, what's wrong with you? Why are you scared of going to confession? Just get there. He's saying, be courageous, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, I think the the bit I really love about that is when he says that Jesus is more benevolent than priests, because I don't know about you, but my experience (laughs) sometimes has itchy been like, okay, hurry up. Yeah, (laughs) that's the thing. Like, I, I know of people who have had difficult experiences with confession, but... Yeah, that's the that's the amazing thing about the sacrament of confession, as Pope Francis says. It's, it's not about the priest; it's about Jesus. Yeah, um, and he's ultimately the one who's who's there, who's there to forgive you. Yeah, and I also think that I mean, alongside obviously fear and everything, I think a lot of the time that you know the devil doesn't want us to go to confession. No. He doesn't want us to ask for forgiveness yeah. or to be redeemed in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, the less people go to confession, the more people he's got racking up in his oh my gosh <laughs> on his side. Yeah. And so I think that a lot of that does come from, you know, number one is this idea of shame. You know, you don't want another person to know your sins, the things that you're ashamed of. You don't want to have to share that with anyone. But also at the same time, the devil's like, oh, I'm going to feed on that and I'm going to like make you feel it so much. And I think like you were saying before we started, the pandemic really, really showed that because we then had an excuse not to go to confession. Exactly. And then when it came around, I don't know about you, but when it came around to me actually being able to go to confession, I was like shaking. I was like, yeah. can I remember all of my sins that I've done in yeah. the past six months? I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, yeah, I think when you're scared of something and then you have an excuse not to do it, yeah. that makes it even harder. And yeah, when then there, there was, you know, for a time there was the social distancing while you go to confession. Yeah which was so hard. I, when I went to confession, with the place that I went, we would have to stand up yeah. to confess. And I found that hard. Um, 
Yeah, and so there are so many, yeah, so many difficulties with going to confession. I think for, for me, the thing that makes me scared is probably more the practical aspect, yeah. which sounds silly. If it's someone that I haven't been before, it's like, okay, well, where do I queue? How do I know who's queuing and who's not? Um, where do I go into the confessional, you know, yeah. and like what happens inside the confessional? Every confessional is sort of a bit different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I suppose, again, it's just one of those things that the devil uses to like try and persuade me not to go. It's yeah. like this irrational fear. I was going to say, I think for me, my my main fear, apart from obviously, like you say, the practical sides of it, because there are sometimes when I'll get into the confessional and the priest has already started doing the side of the yes. I'm not even sitting down or like kneeling yet, and I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's also, I think it's also like, um, you know, like I I've been to Westminster Cathedral um, quite a few times, like it's probably my preferred place to go for confession. Yeah. Like always, and I know it's really bad, but in the queue I'm always like, please be a good priest, please be a good yeah. priest, please. Because it really does make, again, it's it's me being kind of over-scrupulous in a way, but, but if I don't feel like it's been a good confession, I'm like, I have to go again, I have to go again. Even though I know that it's not about the priest, like Pope mm. Francis was saying, it's about, you know, your relationship with Jesus, with God. Therefore, I, it doesn't matter who the priest is. But for me, some I sometimes I feel like I need more than just say three Hail Marys. Mm, yeah, you know what no, I, mean? I completely get you. I I find it really hard when I go to confession and there's kind of no advice given. Yeah. Um, and I know obviously confession is not a place for spiritual direction. No. Yeah, that's that's actually really important because you know when someone spends like twenty minutes inside the confession and you're waiting behind them, it's like, okay, hurry up now. Yeah, exactly. Um, but at the same time, sometimes I feel a bit like I'm rushed through confession. Yeah. Like I say my sins and they're just like, yeah, say say three hell marys and then you're off. Yeah. And 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 I I struggle with that. But at the end of the day, what is the important thing that we need to remember that even if the priest is imperfect, even if the priest is running short on time, yeah. e even if the person ahead of you has spent 20 minutes and you've had to wait for ages, um, the important thing here is is that we are being forgiven for our sins and that's yeah. such a tremendous thing. And I think that it's also, obviously it's like a cleansing of our souls, isn't it? Like yeah. That's why it's part of the last rites, you know, you do get the chance to confess because you need to be pure when one you die. I mean, that's the hope, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I think like, like my most recent experience of confession was that because I remember being like so full of turmoil um, and it was one of those face-to-face -face confessions which again this is just anyone who has any kind of social anxiety will understand that face-to-face -face <laughs> yeah. confessions are just not the one oh, I understand um, that. <laughs> but so like I was like everyone else was like going up ahead of me and I think that there were like three other people who hadn't been and I was one of those three and I just got up and I just went and I confessed and then I sat down and the hymn that was being sung was literally like, it was basically about how like um, God has essentially held you in his hands oh. and he's like rescued you from death. He yeah. set you free. And I remember just weeping because wow. I was like, it's that, it's that feel like that for me, it was like the first time in a long time that I've actually felt confession work in inverted <laughs> commas but you know what I mean like it, it's yeah, one of those yeah. things where I felt the transformation yeah. of me before and you, after. you always know that it works but sometimes you feel it and sometimes you don't yeah exactly but like the fact that I was able to feel it this time re like it really like trucked yeah. me to my core this is why I'm like okay I need to go to confession again <laughs> so that I don't leave it so long next time yeah. and I don't have to like go through all of the emotions yeah. of like bawling my eyes out in front of everyone <laughs> yeah but it's just like I, it's this beautiful thing where 
you just you going to confession it reconciles you with God in a way that you cannot be reconciled with him in any other way. Yeah. You know, like just saying, going home and being in your home and saying, oh, I'm sorry, Lord, that doesn't do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, or, you know, like, so if, you know, if you and I were to have an argument, Natalia, which would obviously never happen. <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, if, if, I, if I hurt you in some way, then yeah. you would want me to apologise to you. Yeah. You would want me to come to you face to face and say, Natalia... I'm so sorry for yeah. how I hurt you. And I'm going to do everything that I can to not hurt you again. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same with Jesus. You know, we need to come to him to be able to say face to face, Lord, I'm so sorry that I hurt you. Yeah. And I intend not to do it again, with, but with his grace. Because let's face it, we all know that we can't do this alone. Yes, exactly. And, you know, by ourselves, we'll just go out there and commit all the sins in the world. But by the by, the help of God's grace, hopefully, Lord, you know, yeah. we can we can keep improving. Yeah, exactly. And I think it kind of touches on um, one of our last podcasts where we were talking about our relationship with Jesus and with God, and how sometimes it and our relationship with Mary as well. But I mean, I want to talk about the relationship with Jesus. This is, like you say, it's it's restoring that friendship yes. that we have. Um, you know, not that God is ever going to be like, oh, well, I hate you. Like, like me and you, if we had an argument, one of us would be like, well, I'm not talking to you because you wronged me. Whereas God's not God like... Do yeah, that, God yeah. doesn't do that. God doesn't do that. He's not like, oh, well, you've wronged me, so therefore, bye, Felicia. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, actually... I'm just waiting for you to come to me. Like, you, I'm always here for you when you're ready. Yeah. And it's a bit like, you know, I don't know if you've had, ever had this experience, but I have it quite a lot, which is people always text me if I'm angry and they'll be like, look, when you're ready to talk, I'm here to talk. Yeah. But up until that point, like, it's for you to take that yeah. time. But just know there's no love lost. Yeah. But I'm ready to talk. And that's kind of, obviously, on a much bigger scale, <laughs> how, how God has his relationship with us. He's not saying, well, you need to come to me in order for me to forgive you. <laughs> He's saying, when you're ready, I'm always here. Yeah. My arms will always be open. And I think that that if you remember that when you go to confession, it becomes a little bit less heavy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, do you not feel like when you go to confession and you're like, okay, same priest, I've told him this sin a week ago, yeah, got to tell him it again. Do you not feel yeah. like, why am I even bothering? No, literally. And so when I, when I go to confession, I write my sins down on, on my phone, like on a note yeah. app on my phone. And usually I try and remember to clean that afterwards and to erase it. But sometimes I forget. And so the next time I go to confession, you know, I'll be going to do an examination of conscience beforehand and I'll be like looking at this note from last time and I'll be like, oh wait, like, okay, yeah, don't need to delete that. No, there's no point deleting that or that or that. Yeah, yeah, let's just add a few more. Like, and it just, yeah. And so people I know will, will say, well, what's the point in going to confession yeah. if you're just, you know, committing the same things over and over? Well, it's like, well, what's the point in apologising if you know that you might do the same thing again, well, the point is that you're going to try not to. Yeah. And it's not about, I'm never going to do it again. It's about, I'm going to try not to. Yeah. And it's, it's about relationship with God, relationship with Jesus. And sin is, you know, we, we've kind of talked, touched on this before in previous podcasts, that sin is treated as this, like, dirty word. And it's not at all, but it's, it's about relationship with God. And sin's just basically when you've done something that hurts him. And when you really love God and when you want to commit to loving him more and more and to ultimately become a saint, it's, it's getting to a point where you, the more 
the closer to God that you get, yeah. the less you want to sin because the less you want to hurt him. I think it's since Reader Reveler talks about how, um, you know, even the most venial sins you don't want to do. Yeah. Like for most of us, we commit venial sins without even thinking about it. True, very true. <laughs> um, perhaps, it, we, perhaps we can clarify in a second what a venial sin means. Um, <laughs> I'll leave that to you, Jude. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, for, so for most of us, you know, we're committing sins, you know, probably on, on a daily basis. <laughs> but, but the closer we get to God, the more that we don't want to do that and the yeah. more that we don't want to hurt him. Well, it's really funny that you say that because, um, you know, before when I was definitely a heathen um, <laughs> I you know like like for example like comedy for example is something that I absolutely love comedy and I found that the closer my relationship has got to God over the years the less I'm into comedy that is quite dark and yeah. actually like verging on the, the the you know the offensive yes and more into the dad jokes right like <laughs> I live for dad jokes now because I like it, it, it fills me with joy. Whereas I'm like, oh, I've laughed at that, but why have I laughed at that? Why is that wrong? And it's in the same way, like you yeah. say, is is that kind of thing where as if you're uniting your life to what God's will is for your life, and, yeah. and that relate, and you're cultivating that relationship, the less you're gonna want to do the things that tear you away from it. Yeah. And I think that's why also then going to confession if you have done something like that, like. And no, I know I probably shouldn't mention The Chosen, but it's like one of the best examples of it. Um, the episode with Mary Magdalene where she falls. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like she's like, well, I, you know, I've seen God, I've seen Jesus, and I've yeah. still managed to sin. Why do why I yeah. don't expect, like, I should not ever be yeah. allowed to see him again because I've taken myself away yeah. from it. And and I and that's why I love. Sorry. And then Jesus, he welcomes you back. Exactly, you know? exactly. And I think that it's, that's a beautiful like um, representation of you know the yeah. beauty of confession. Of confession. Yeah. Because you know no matter how bad we are or how many times we commit the same sins, as long as we're truly sorry. Yeah. Not just like oh I'll go to confession. I, I yeah. I'll commit that sin because I can just go to confession yes, for exactly. it. Exactly. Um, but actually being truly sorry and be like I'm yeah. so sorry that this has happened again. Yeah. That is where Jesus will just be like cool like uh, you're like it's I just needed you to kind of admit it. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> exactly. Um, and. Just to kind of clarify, I guess, to go back to the, what venial sin means. Thank and you. So we, have, <laughs> so we have the church teaches that there are venial sins and mortal sins. And so a venial sin is kind of like basically a kind of a standard everyday normal sin, if you like. But yeah. it's basically a mortal sin is the other type of sin. And a mortal sin is something which is there are three. Basically, there's three criteria, which is um, you have to fully consent to what you're doing. So you're, you're doing it of your own free will. Yeah. There's a full knowledge so that you know what you're doing is bad and you're still doing it anyway. Yeah. And it's grave matter, which means that it's something seriously bad, which essentially means that it's something that's really tearing you away from God yeah. um, and you do it anyway. And so an example of that might be having sex outside of marriage, for example murder obviously <laughs> and in normal times um going not going to mass on a sunday yeah at the moment um the obligation has been lifted but when that returns not going to mass on a sunday becomes a mortal sin yeah because it's so grave not to go to mass on a sunday yeah but i mean it's it's like jude was saying before it's not that like say you're ill or 
I think also like things like childcare, like yeah, are, are an exactly. example of reasons why yeah. you, you you wouldn't be able to go to mass. That so it's is like not full consent comes into yeah, that, you yeah. Know? So like if you're saying I can't be bothered to go, well that's different from yeah. someone who says I really want to go but I can't. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. can't because I'm ill. I can't because if I I'm vulnerable and if I go I'll get COVID. I can't because I've got to look after my child and my child is too young to go to mass. Yeah. You know whatever. Um, yeah, and so in that case, when we've when we've committed mortal sin, confession is really the only way out. Um, and you know, it's really important that before our death, you know, not to get morbid here. That, that okay, we, we love a bit of death in these podcasts. Con- <laughs> <laughs> it's really important then that you've been to confession. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Natalia, do you want to talk to us a bit about forgiveness? yeah sure (laughs) um no I think I think that like the main things to kind of touch on with forgiveness is I guess like again like like you're like we've kind of talked about it a little bit before which is why we need to ask for forgiveness which is from mainly so that we can restore that relationship with God you know we need to be able to um come come back into his light if that makes sense um I think that also just the idea that we're being we're sorry for our sins obviously if you're not sorry for your sins and you go to confession, that's not quite a true confession. No, exactly. Um, because you need to be resolved in yourself that this is something that you are against, you're sorry for it, and also that you won't do it again. Um, sorry, just to really quickly touch on the act of contrition, because obviously that's... that's, oh, that's of, really important. That's, yeah, yeah really important. Um, so what is the act of contrition if someone doesn't know? Uh, it's the thing <laughs> look you can correct me because this is, this is how i know it so anyway, it's the thing that you say after you've um done confession and it's kind of your resolve to not do those sins again and and, and it's kind of like the final bit of the asking for forgiveness yeah. am i right yeah yeah more or less okay right um don't ask me to recite it because there are so many different versions there, there are around. different versions um, and if you don't worry if you think oh my gosh i don't know what the act of contrition is i don't know how to say it oh my gosh first of all in most confessionals the act of contrition is written there yes and secondly if you don't know how to confession and i think actually it's really really important to say if you don't know how to go to confession or if it's been a while and you've forgotten you think you're a bit rusty just go in and say to the priest it's been a while since i've been to confession please can you help me yeah and he'll help you yeah exactly um and so yeah so obviously we've got the act of contrition which obviously helps to aid um the confession um but in terms of are we really forgiven? Well, I think the answer is yes, as long as the confession is true. Yeah. And as long as, you know, you have that resolve in your heart to not commit these sins again, then yes, it is. But like like I said to you before, um, if you decided to be like, oh, I'm going to go and murder someone because I know I can just go to confession <laughs> for it. The fact that your intention has been to do it regardless yeah. and you're using confession as kind of like a get out of jail free yeah, card. Yeah, exactly. That's not what it is. Yeah. It's not It's not monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, exactly. It was, it's like, you know, in our friendship, if I were to do something that, that I know would really upset you, like really, really upset you, like I don't know what, like... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing upsets me, clearly. <laughs> um, if I did something absolutely horrendous that would yeah. upset you, and then I said, I'm going to do it because I want to do it, and I know it will be really, I know that it will really upset Natalia, but I'm going to do it anyway because I don't yeah, care. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not saying much about our friendship. <laughs> no, exactly. And it's like kind of thinking that you can hoodwink God, but yeah, you can't. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's not transactional. Confession is yes, not transactional. Exactly. In that sense. It's about relationship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think, go on, go for it. No, I mean, I was just going to say, you know, like when it comes to forgiveness, like I think it's really important to say that 
there is nothing that God won't forgive. Yeah, I was going to say, I think a good example of that is probably um, the story in the Bible, the prodigal son. Oh, I love that story. <laughs> I do, but I'm like... Oh, I, I just melt. I was going to say, I definitely like differ between like the yes. younger brother and the older brother. Oh my brother. goodness, I like... have different phases in my life. <laughs> there are times when I am, you know, this repentant younger brother who's who's been out and done awful things. Yeah. And there are definitely times when I'm the older brother and I'm looking at the person who's been forgiven and I'm like, this is so rude. Yeah, like, exactly. I've been there the whole time. What have you done for me? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I think that like like you say that, that you know the prodigal son is a beautiful story of god's forgiveness for us same with um the story of the lost sheep um oh, yes. you know it, and the lost coin as well that, yeah that for some reason really strikes me that the way the the old the, the woman turned over her house looking for one single coin yeah it's just like you think god won't do that for you you know when i was younger i definitely thought that it meant that like at some point in my life i'd just get all of these darnells i was like i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't lose one. Um, but obviously, that it is more about, you know, God's forgiveness of us and that he would never, ever leave yeah. us. You know, there is, there is not too much or, you know, there's not no sin too big for God. Yeah. Um, and we're never um, too far away from him as long as we're like, happy absolutely. to have him find us, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. As long as we're happy to have him find us. I think that's the really key thing. Because if we are, if we don't want to be found by God... If we don't want him to forgive us, if we're not ready to say I'm sorry, if we're not ready to admit that we've done something that, that we shouldn't have done, and if we don't want that relationship restored, then what what is God supposed to do? Yeah. Like He could forgive us in that moment, but he's, he chooses not to. And St. Saint Augustine says, um, God who created you without you will not save you without you. And that just talks about our freedom, basically. Yeah. That, you know, for you to be forgiven you need to ask for it. Why? Because you're free. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that he's not close to us. He's no. still, he's, it's a bit like, um, I don't know, I guess not even sitting in an exam, but you know, like in when we were younger and we used to go through something quite like scary for us, but our parents would always be on the other side yeah, of the door. Yeah. You know, we'd still have to go through it on our yeah. own and find our way back to our parents, yeah. but they'd always be there on the other side of the door. And I yeah. think having that knowledge is another reason why you know you need to, like you have that want and that will to yeah. go to confession because you're like well I know he's just there and I know right now I feel like I'm completely alone and isolated mm. but he's always carrying us Absolutely. even when we don't know yeah yeah for sure like he I think I think that just knowing his incredible love that he will go out and search for you no matter what yeah because he and, and and that's the kind of the ultimate thing that we need to remember about confession is how much he loves you. Like that's why we go to confession. It's not it's not a slap on the wrist. No. It's not punishment in any way. It's 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 about love. It's yes. about God saying, I love you so much that I want you to come back to me. Yes, you hurt me, but I'm so ready to forgive you for that. All you need to do is come to me and say, please, please, Lord, can you forgive me? Exactly, exactly. No matter who the priest is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think basically the whole point of this is just to say that if you are thinking about going to confession, especially during this time of Lent, it's just so important yeah. to start, start just Lent. Just go. Yeah, start Lent with confession. Just go. And like we said, I mean, we said, we pretty much said this every single time. Advent, we were like, go to confession. <laughs> Important. It's yeah. so important. It, it is so important. And and I think you will you will notice the difference. Like you'll notice the difference spiritually because when you're clogged up, 
and yourself and you're so full of you're so full of sin yeah you know you you may not notice it now but afterwards you will probably you'll start to notice a difference yeah that it becomes easier to live for god because you've been to confession um and psychologically i notice a difference as well i just feel so much better yeah. you know i mean i guess i've been to confession Confession's a bit like Sudafed, but for the soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a decongestant for the soul. Um, that is true. That is true. There's a really wonderful thing um, that Pope Benedict says about confession, which is about, about regular confession, where he was talking to First Communion, um, First Communion children, and he said, you know, your house gets dusty, and so you clean your house once a week to you know to clear it of all this dust and everything um and so in the same way your soul gets dusty every time you commit a sin you know there's a little dust gathering up yeah yeah and and so you go to confession to clear that out um and so yeah and that's a really wonderful thing to do this to do this lent and if you need any practical advice if you need to know anything at all about confession, we actually have it all on our website. If you go to ctsbooks.org slash confession, you will find just like an abundance of resources on confession. You'll find books, you'll find blogs, you'll find examination of consciences, you'll, you'll find like literally point by point how to go to confession. You'll find so many answers to questions that you have about confession. So just, yeah. I will remember that the next time I go to confession. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I, I have to admit that I use, um, I use the examination of conscience on our website myself, like, before I go, because yeah. I'm just like, oh my goodness, I've got to do an examination of conscience today, and I, de- I wanted to go to confession after mass, um, and so, yeah, let me just get out my phone, it's and funny. just, like, quickly, It's funny you, know. you say that, because I use our how to, pre- how to prepare for confession, I use that leaflet that we've got, because well, it's go. got, I think number four is really good, yeah. so it's got, like, a really good examination of conscience, it's got questions yeah. I would never have asked myself had it not been for that leaflet. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Amazing resources. Yes. (laughs) So, um, just to finish off the podcast today, I'm going to give you a final thought. Um, This comes from Luke chapter 15, verses 20 to 24, and you will recognise it as the prodigal son. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Beautiful, and as I always. Think, I think that's just like a, a beautiful summary about everything that we've talked about. Yeah. So, like I said, if you have any questions about confession, go to ctsbooks.org slash confession. You can also go to ctsbooks.org slash beautifully told to find out about our podcast and we'll put confession resources on there too. And this will all be in the show notes. And um, we'll see you soon. Yes, see you soon. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Catholic True Society, a publishing house founded by Cardinal Vaughan in 1868. The Catholic True Society is motivated today by the same desire that inspired its foundation, to evangelise and to spread the Catholic faith through the written word. You can find out more about us, discover our vast array of publications and make a donation at ctsbooks.org.